It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. From the sports giant of Southern Indiana, Big X Radio 1450. And obviously, uh, I am not John Spears. I am Ed Peak, sitting in for John on the road with Bellarmine, who are at Lipscomb tonight. They lost to Lipscomb earlier this year at Freedom Hall, 81-70, to and play at Austin P on Friday. I'll be here at least today. Tony Burke will be in tomorrow. And on the other side of the wall over there, my producer and uh, cohort, uh, Justin Kalen, Scooter Dingus, a.k.a. Are you happy today that Indiana won? Um, I'm not unhappy that they won. I, it's one of those things for me, Ed. The, the season's over. That win last night doesn't really mean anything. So, yeah, it's nice to get a win over Wisconsin. Those have been few and far between throughout the years. So, yeah, I guess you could say I'm happy. Well, I can tell you someone who is happy, Big Blue Nation, BBN. Oh, yeah. Uh, it would have been horrible, and I do mean horrible, for Kentucky to blow an eight-point lead inside the last minute. And I know Mississippi State threw up some long three-point shots, but how demoralizing would a loss been after leading down the stretch? They did rally from 13 down. I give them credit there. They were three-and-a-half-point underdogs, Mm -hmm. and they have uh, Arkansas on Saturday, and the must-bus arrives. It would have been demoralizing to Kentucky fans uh, had they lost that game. They're 19-8, and 9-5, tied for fifth in the SEC. That's a, it's a big win, but I'm kind of like you as on Indiana. Kentucky has to outscore people, and that's not a good recipe for success when it comes to postseason play. Uh, Kenneth the Garage has texted me five times from Florida already, and we'll get to that in a, in a little bit. But uh, had Kentucky – Kentucky was a three-and-a-half-point underdog. Mm-hmm. I would have lost the house. I would have bet anything that Mississippi State would have beaten them. Kentucky's just – they're strange. I, I, I can't put – my finger on it. They have good players, uh, uh, but I, I can't put my – and a lot of people point at uh, Coach Cal. Yeah, I mean, it, it is it, – it's been an up and down. It's For Kentucky, Ed, it's really about which team shows up. You know, I mean, if it's the team that showed up against Alabama on Saturday – I don't, I don't know that there's many teams in the country that could beat them, but you don't get that every night with this Kentucky team. So it, it's been up and down. I don't know why you would have been so against them last night. I, I was all over the Cats. I, I didn't understand the line myself personally. Um, they're, they're just a better team than Mississippi State. Even if they're not playing their best ball, they should beat Mississippi State. I, I, I agree. I, I, I agree. They are just factually they are a, a better team than Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed this since Kentucky got all their bigs uh, together and, and they're playing now? They have seemed to have taken a dip. And I just wonder if the players that were playing them, Bradshaw being one, uh, he's had his playing time uh, dropped quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if that had an effect on some guys. And it's just a guess. I'm not on the inside at Kentucky uh can't find out anything, but it's just a guess. Well, you're the thing with the bigs is you're not getting any consistency from any of them, right? I mean, right, it's, right. It's you, 
it could be any one of the three popping off any night. So when when that's your issues, that's that's something you've got to navigate through. But I think they've done a nice job, whether it's been Big Z. Onyenzo's had some really good games. Bradshaw has not really had very many great games as of late. Like you mentioned, his minutes have dipped. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just an, a revolving door. Who's going to step up on which night for the big spot? Take care of a little business here before we get uh, too far down the road. The M&M, M&M card, easy for you to say, <laughs> M&M Cartage Hotline is open at 502-384-1450. The Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. 414-1450. And yes, hey I stopped at Thornton's on the way in. I also had a donut, which I didn't bring you one. I should have. Well, how rude. That was rude. No, it's okay. Donuts <laughs> give me heartburn. I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> Reed Shepard, 32 points, the game winner, got the steal. I don't think that people realized how good a player that Reed Shepard was when he arrived, arrived at Kentucky. He's He didn't make a bad pass late in the game, and mm-hmm. that can happen to anybody, but I tell you what, he saved Kentucky's bacon last night. Oh, yeah. That was a big last uh, 90 seconds for him. I I saw a tweet earlier today. I'm going to try to find it for us here. But it was pretty impressive, the last 90 seconds, how it was just really all Reed Shepard as it's coming up now. And, yeah, so here we go. On the last 90 seconds, oh, where'd it go? Well, I don't have it. Let me me track it down. Sure. Reed Shepard's line last night, 35 minutes plus. 11 of 14, 4 of 7 from 3, 6 of 6 uh, from the free throw line. Rebounds, he had a total of 5. Uh, he did have 4 fouls. 32 points. Here's the impressive thing. 7, yes, 7 assists, and he did have uh, 2 turnovers, and he had a plus 11. Antonio Reeves, 8 of 15, not a great night, but a good night. 36 minutes plus, 8 of 15, 2 of 7 from 3. Perfect from the free throw line in three attempts, 21 points, and two rebounds to assist. Uh, Kentucky shot the lights out last night Mm -hmm. in the second half. 61.3%, 55% for the game. They uh, get 91 points. They were out-rebounded. Mississippi State is a big team, 34 uh, to 27. And they they did make 20 turnovers, but they had 42 42 points uh, in the paint. Uh, this little guard that Mississippi State has, uh, Josh Hubbard, mm-hmm. 11 for 24, 7 for 14, 34 points. That's a good night's work for anybody. That, yeah, that's he, an awesome line. He he was really, really good last night. All right, I found the uh, the read graphics. So you know how they do, like, the, they break down the game and they'll give you play-by-play right, if right. you go to the broadcast or whatever. Yeah. All right, so a minute 36 left, Reed Shepard made a jumper. A minute nine left, Reed Shepard made a layup. Reed Shepard made the free throw. A minute two left, Reed Shepard block. 36 seconds left, Reed Shepard made free throw. Reed Shepard made free throw. 17 seconds left, Reed Shepard made free throw. Reed Shepard made free throw. Two seconds left, Reed Shepard made jumper. Into the game, Reed Shepard steal. So every stat in the last 96 seconds of that game for Kentucky last night came from Reed Shepard. That is awesome. Well, to me... Uh, and like I said earlier, I don't think Kentucky knew how good a player they had. Now that he's he's really not a freshman anymore, he's played what uh, uh, nineteen and eight is twenty six no twenty seven twenty seven games. 
Matt's not a not, freshman. Matt's not your strong suit. He he's he's <laughs> not a freshman anymore. Uh, and and Kentucky needs to get back, uh, get everybody healthy. They play Arkansas, one thirty Saturday, and the Must Bus, who just lost to Vanderbilt, is a candidate according to Twitter, which you could never believe everything you read on there. Mm-mm. A candidate for the Louisville job. I can't see it. Do you have a guy in mind for the Louisville job? Yes. Yes. Who is it? Dusty May at Florida that's, Atlantic. That's your number one guy? That's my number one guy. Okay. Now, everybody else, he's young, he's energetic, he's been to the Final Four. My goodness, look what he's done at Florida Atlantic. He yeah. comes to Louisville, uh, he can do a lot, uh, I think. Yeah. But, you know, I think Kenny Payne gets it. We'll get to that in a minute, though. Uh, Indiana, 15 and 13 overall. Seven and ten, tenth in the uh, the Big Ten, they win against a team that has been like a root canal to them. Oh, yeah. Wisconsin, uh, good win for them. Uh, I thought Don Fisher was going to jump over the table last night on, <laughs> on the way home from my game. He was so happy that that Indiana had uh, snapped their four game losing streak. And uh, <laughs> who's your fans are a little bit now, nah, not a lot. Don't take this to heart. A little bit like Kentucky fans. They 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 got to win. They want to win, and I don't blame them. Uh, Indiana is one of the the blue bloods of the nation, and uh, uh, it, it's it makes college basketball in this area better when Indiana wins. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And well, and hats off to them last night for pulling that one off. They did get Xavier Johnson back, which. I guess last night was a huge help. Coach Woodson said that he he thinks back on this season and wonders what it could have been had Xavier been healthy all season. So getting him back in the fold and you find a way to win that game. But not only that, Ed, is they were down pretty sizable amount early in that game, and they were able to come back. They came all the way back, tied it up. I believe it was 48-48. And then you got some joker pull the fire alarm, and they have to clear the entirety <laughs> of assembly hall i mean it was it was an eerie scene i saw some pictures of the fans leaving and nobody in the seats so you had a 10 yeah, 15 yeah. 20 minute delay for that and for them to come out of the locker room ready to play coming out of that after dealing with that pretty impressive stuff because indiana so far this season from everything i've seen this team dealt with that situation i don't know a week or two ago they're going to come out of the locker room flat, not ready to play, not motivated anymore. But they came in motivated, ready to go, and get that big win last night. So, yeah, hats off to them. Uh, I'm sure you've been to Assembly Hall for a game. Oh, you? yeah. I used to actually worked at Assembly oh, Hall. for did I was you? I was an usher for, I guess, three and a half years. So, I, I actually got paid to go to Indiana well, games, which that, is pretty sweet. That's a, that's a great deal. Yeah. I'm sure you've been up on the upper level. That's where I was the usher, yeah, well, in the balcony. You, you sit in the seats and you can't see the floor. Yeah, there's certain spots where there's some blind spots, but it's not as bad as if you're in the lower level and you're in the top row on the lower level because that balcony comes down and obstructs your view of right, the scoreboard. Right. You can't see the scoreboard at all. Well, that's that's not good no. as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Khalil Ware, a 27 last night, 11 rebounds, 11 of 12 from the field, and uh, great game for him. Had five blocks as well. Five blocks. Yeah, that, that that's, a, that's a great game. Game for him. Well, and he's when you think about Indiana, he's been aside from Malik Renew, he's been one of the most consistent players all season long. I mean, when you're seven foot one and you're just bigger than everybody, 
That's that's what's going to happen. But he gets majority of his points come. It seems like man, it's probably not true at all. But a majority of his points seems like are coming off lobs, alley oop type plays where he just goes up, gets the ball, and throws it down. Fourteen for Renew last night and eight rebounds as Indiana out rebounded uh, Wisconsin, thirty one to twenty seven. Always when I watch Wisconsin, it's like uh, getting a root canal. <laughs> They're just hard to watch. It is hard uh, to watch. I mean. Now that's it's switched a little bit under Greg Gard. They're not I don't think they're as boring as they used to be back in the day since he took over, but yeah, they're it's still a slower brand of basketball. It's not all that entertaining. Uh, what was the cat's name? Bo Ryan. Yeah, and Bo then, Ryan. And yep. then uh he 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 uh the coach at Virginia, his dad Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett's dad was the coach there. And you talk about boring. And that's that's <laughs> just me. I'm used to watching Kentucky and Louisville. Run up and down the floor. Wisconsin, they could have made it uh, a pound of butter and a pound of cheese by the time they get the ball up the court. That's how that's 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 how slow they are. Well, I'll tell you what, Fran McCaffrey was was glad to see Bo Ryan go because Bo Ryan was Bo Ryan was like the original grumpy guy in the Big Ten, right? Yep. I mean, just constantly right. just mad and yelling, and and now that title belongs to Fran McCaffrey. So, uh, Fran McCaffrey. He never has a good day, does he? No. He just, he just, just, just not. Uh, I don't think he's a bad coach, but he just never, never has a, never has a good day. It's like every day is the worst day of his life. <laughs> Indiana at Maryland Sunday, a two o'clock game. Uh, I think Indiana, in my opinion, uh, they're headed to the NIT. Uh, no, they, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, no, really? No, they're hmm. they're not on any NIT. Projections. They're. I mean, they're obviously not on NCAA projections. But they're mm-hmm. not even on NIT projections. So really? maybe crowd? if they have a strong close to the season, they'll get that. But I mean, that's nothing to be proud of. That, well, no, but it is postseason. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, no, no NIT for Indiana. Wanna, we'll make, make a wager on that after a while. Okay. okay. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Louisville tonight at Duke, seven o'clock. Louisville is a plus twenty or Duke. A twenty-point favorite. Cards are eight and nineteen, three and thirteen, fifteenth in the in the uh, ACC. Almost said Big East, ACC. Does Kenny Payne get another year? No, heck no. I disagree. I think he gets at least. Really? I think he gets it from the people that I have talked to and uh, that are are supposedly now. This is supposedly, and this is just conjecture by them and me. Uh, he gets another year because the first year you can't count uh, because they weren't his players. Now, these okay, players, Kenny Payne, you're using his words here, Ed. <laughs> okay. So he's in year one right now. No, well, he needs a year two. He needs a year two and a, a, a year three total, uh, which uh, if that happens, I think there'll be a lot of empty seats at 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 the Yum Center. Well, and that's why you can't bring him back, right? Because it, it's just going to be wash, rinse, repeat. It's same thing as this year. And you're you're one of the first people I've heard audibly come out and say that you think Kenny Payne will get a third year. So I th- I very interesting. It, I think he'll get a third year, and the reason being, I'm not going to mention any names, but there's some powers, excuse me, some powers that be that uh, are pretty uh, influential people at Louisville that want him back for at least. And I say at least another year. Hmm. I got a uh, text on the text line for you. All right, you. all right. says, uh, Scott Drew has to be the number one choice, followed by Nate Oates. But if they both pass, Dusty May would be a good land. Right now, I'd take the Trinity High School freshman coach over Payne. <laughs> 
I couldn't even tell you who the guest. <laughs> you shouldn't be able to tell me that. <laughs> well, uh, I got I got some te- texts here, which we'll we'll get to in a minute. Eminem Cartridge Line five zero two three eight four fourteen fifty Thornton's Text Line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Back with more after this short break on the Big X from the Sports Giant of Southern Indiana. Back on the Big X, the sports giant from Southern Indiana, Big X 1450. 502-384-1450 is the Eminem Cartage hotline. Thornton's text line is 502-414-1450. Before we get away from uh, Reed Shepard, listen to the his line for the season to this point. He started five games. He's shooting 58, excuse me, 53.8 from uh, total. 51-7 from three. Wow. Jeez. 83% uh, from free throw, uh, 122 rebounds, 4.4 a game. He's been disqualified with fouls once, and he has 119 assists. No one is close to him on the team. And he has 22 blocks and 76 steals. Man. 12.5. Now. That'll do it. That's got NBA written all over it, but. But I think he comes back for it. I do, too. At least one. I do, too. At least one. Yep. Let's go to the M&M Cartage Hotline. David is with us. Good morning, or afternoon, David. What's on your mind, buddy? Yes. It, well, Ed, uh, thanks for taking my call today. Uh, I would say that uh, about Reed Shepard, uh, I, I, I would hope that, you know, that maybe he could at least come back for one more year, but I'm sure the NBA – is definitely calling. I'm not sure exactly, you know, how he would want to, you know, look at that or, you know, what they would decide on that because without Reed Shepard last night, the team just does not win that game. I mean, the way it was going. I mean, I, th- I thought Kentucky, as I was, you know, watching and, and listening last night, I think thinking, no way, you're, you're, Kentucky's, after, you know, they, you know, had the performance when they played Alabama, I thought, boy, this Mississippi State game is just, you know, a, a big letdown, and fans are going to be disappointed. But I tell you what, it uh, uh, Shepard comes alive. Whatever he was doing in that second half, and you know he he had the team on the back. It uh, that game turned around pretty fast in the second half. You don't you don't often see that uh, from a team on the road. Uh, the road is a tough place to play. No. In. Anywhere in the SEC, road. I don't care if you're playing at Vanderbilt, uh, who beat Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, it's tough. It's tough winning on the road. Yeah, yeah, that that's for sure. But but like I said, that that player from Mississippi State, Hubbard. Well, I tell you what, he when he when I guess when Kentucky, you know, had taken the, the lead in the, in that second half, he he I guess he felt like he could he could he could get that game right back. You know, and he, he almost did th- three pointers. I, I Kentucky's defense is questionable though. That's the thing I wonder because their offense, you know, works, but. Kentucky on defense, I don't know. That's that's the thing I have to wonder about the run in tournament play, though. Yeah, it's uh, it's iffy. You you better play defense uh, in the tournament, and this is a worn out cliche, but it's true. D- 
defense travels. No matter where you go and what you do, if you have your defense to rely on, whether it be zone or man, uh, you have a better opportunity to win. David, thanks for the call. We appreciate yeah. you calling in today. Sure thing. Yeah. A lot of high school basketball uh, across uh, Kentuckyana last night. Uh, we've got some teams that from the sixth region that are already in their respective regional tournaments. They win in Kentucky. Scooter, this is a little different in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. The district winner and runner-up goes to the uh, to the next round, and only in that round. Yeah. Do you but, like that? Well, I'll say this: the 1971 male team was one of the best teams to ever be in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. The 1979 Lexington Lafayette team, coached by Jock Sullivan, one of the best teams ever. They were district runner-ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team, and I, oh, uh, they are from Edmondson County, district runner-up, got to the state tournament, got hot, and really saved the state tournament. Do I like it? I'm not sure. I, I'm 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 not sure about that. Well, it's just so much different than Indiana, where in the postseason you lose, you're done. Right, like that's it. Right. But Kentucky right. operates very similar to how they do it down in Florida. So uh-huh. I had kind of kind of gotten used to that. First round, the the top two teams will get out. Um, but so I go back and forth on whether I like it or not. Right, right. Sixth region: Pleasure Ridge, Southern Fern Creek, Jefferson Town are in next week's sixth region tournament. First round will be at uh, uh, sites of the. Uh, of the uh, district winners, seventh region Ballard Eastern and Francis Parker. Francis Parker, did you not? Did you date her at one time? Uh, doesn't ring a bell. No. <laughs> that was, you must have dated with a <laughs> no. name like Francis. She's more your age, Ed. Thank you. <laughs> Nobody Thank my you. age is named Francis. <laughs> uh, interesting. Ballard will play Eastern. That's a that's a big rivalry. Uh, East End rival in Middletown and in that area. They'll play tonight in the district championship. I'll be on the call for that one. Oh, okay, great, yep. great. Where can I reach you? Get, get uh, you can find that on Glycod. I'll okay. have the 28th okay. championship for girls and boys tonight. So oh, okay. looking forward to a fun night. Well, well great. You better get some rest. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I, need, I need a nap after the show for two, sure. Two games in, in is, is, is tough. Yeah. Uh, interesting note about uh, Ballard. Uh, they won – on Monday night, I think they won in overtime. Yeah, 83-81. 83-81. Mm-hmm. Had they not won and Christian Academy would advance, it would have been the only the second time that Ballard has not at least made the first round of the regional tournament. Yeah, this is their 38th season in a row getting to reach. Well, you know what is interesting about that? I, I went to a high school that was in the same district with Seneca when they had the great Wes Unsel. Mm-hmm. And Mike Red and all those great players. Well, guess what? They switched Wagner from that district to the same district that Ballard is in until I believe it's either two or three years ago. Wagner had never beaten Ballard in in a uh, in a regular season game, let alone a tournament game. So that's that's kind of an interesting little tidbit there. Uh, there's some games tonight, like you said, Ballard and Eastern for the district championship. Boy, the sectionals that uh, if you were Bet and chalk, the sectionals in Southern Indiana, New Albany, Jeffersonville, Providence, Christian Academy, South Central, all were winners last night. Mm-hmm. Saturday and, Friday, and not very competitive. We were, no. you and I were both out at Borden last night. The, right? Both of those games, pretty ugly. People kept uh, coming up and complaining to me. Said it's hot in the gym. 
I didn't think coming it was, up to you. Yeah, like hey, you can do anything about it. <laughs> well, turn the turn the thermostat <laughs> down, Ed. Come on. Well, they. I tell you what. I have, to, and I'm going to give props, and I shouldn't do, but I'm going to. The people at Borden, uh, this hospitality room. You have to get over there before the game starts mm-hmm. on Friday night. They have an awesome, awesome. Hats off to Borden and, and their people out there. They do a do a, a, a great job. I'm I'm sure Friday night things will be more calm. Well, it won't be calm. That place will be rocking on Friday night. Yeah, I never did get over to the hospitality room, but the guy that did the game with me, he was he was very complimentary of the hospitality room. <laughs> well, I'm an expert on hospitality. <laughs> the Silver Creek Holiday Tournament uh, has a, a great hospitality room. Borden has a great hospitality room. And the only reason that I like going to New Washington, don't take me wrong, people in New Washington, is even in a regular season game, they have a very nice hospitality room. Mm-hmm. So uh, hospitality room is, is is important. But the play on Friday night, uh, now uh, is now Jeff plays, is it Jennings? In New, I believe so, yeah. And New Albany plays, uh, I can't remember who now. If they both win, they play each other. Correct. Yeah. What kind of a, a, a final would that be, Jeff right. and New Albany? Yeah, wild. The, the only bad thing about it is, as much as I love Seymour and I love that venue for a sectional. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I absolutely hate if it's two of our local teams, say New Albany, Jeff meet up, that they have to travel an hour north to play that game. Whereas, right. Let's just right. move it here. Let's let's play it inside uh, Johnson Arena, Jeffersonville. Yep. You know. That not that not that's not going to happen. No way. Not not no not going to happen. But uh, I think Seymour. There'll be a huge crowd at Seymour. I think there'll be a huge crowd at Borden. Mm-hmm. I think there'll be a huge crowd at Southwestern. Uh, any of these teams and friends in Kentucky, please don't take this the wrong way. But <laughs> it just means more in Southern Indiana to those people, mm-hmm. especially the uh, the people like at, at Borden. And at uh, at South Central and Lanesville and and even though Lanesville did not have a good year at all, boys wise, great year, girls wise, won the state championship. They had, I thought, a nice crowd last night. Yeah, yeah, they did. And uh, that's the thing with Lanesville; their community shows out. I want to. Do you know anything about that Eastern Providence game from last night? I know Providence won. It looked to me like somebody tried to hold the ball. Okay, so. I, it looks like that. I'm an Eastern alum, so I've got some friends on my Facebook that were posting pictures of it. At one point, Providence wins the game 57-40, to 40, I believe was the final score. Right, right. And one of the pictures I saw today on Facebook from that game, at one point with 235 left in the fourth quarter, that game was 40-40. to 40. How much time? 235. Wow. So that means... And I, that could be wrong. It could have been, I guess, a picture from another game. But if, uh-huh. if that's – I mean, it looks like Providence in the picture. So that would be a 17-0 run to end the game. Pretty impressive stuff. Wow. Wow. That is very that is very impressive. Uh, the Ed Peak hotline. Ken at the garage <laughs> is vacationing in Florida. Bingo. <laughs> uh, he says, I think, Reed, there is a chance we'll come back next year for another year. I think his, his parents enjoy watching their young son play college basketball. Last night, in my opinion, this is Ken at the garage. Cal needs to start and play his best players. They get behind and have to catch up to start uh, the second half, and that's problem. The big two men that should get more playing time, well, Mitchell's been hurt, Trey Mitchell, and Z, best chance for scoring. Uh, Cal, lucky Shepard made that last shot 
that would have been two games in a row he loses on the road by, with a three-point spread. Uh, the SEC is so hard-headed, he will not foul to keep the game from going overtime. And here's another thing. This is a grumpy old guy thing. Why can't all the players wear the same type of shoes? That's not going to happen. Uh, I can. That is a grumpy old man. That is not going to happen. I've been watching guys, especially at Louisville, because that's who I cover more. I cover Kentucky too some. But it's just that guys want to wear their own uh, colored tennis shoes. That's just – that's just a fact these days. I I mean, uh, it may be a little more crass, but it's like we, we don't all wear the same type of underwear, right? Because <laughs> so, some of us don't find like the type right, of underwear right. you wear, I might not find comfortable. It's the same thing with tennis shoes. Right. Right. Okay. Man, that, I don't I don't know quite how to, <laughs> how to follow that. Three off your center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. But uh, the weekend should be really a lot of fun at Borden. Uh, South Central and uh, uh, Borden play the host school uh, who has actually won a Class A title. Uh, Christian Academy is probably favored there, uh, although Rock Creek will probably give them all they want. Uh, Like I said earlier, Jeff New Albany would be really outstanding and interesting. Uh, When the state tournament rolls around in Kentucky, and I I want people, please call and comment on this, please. Uh, 502-384-1450, 502-414-1450. 502-384-1450, Boys high school basketball in Louisville is very down. There's not one team that I can see that would make a long run in the Boys State Tournament really? at, at Rupp Arena. Not one team. Now, please, I haven't seen many games or hardly any games let me know if there's somebody out there that you think is really it. Now, I think St. Xavier. Yeah. I think St. X is good. Mm-hmm. I think Trinity's very good. Manuel's pretty good. Like, Mayo's Ma- Mayo's up there as well. Uh, well, Manuel just absolutely clobbered them a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, they did. In the sixth region, uh, I don't know. I guess J-Town because they beat Trinity. But they're up, and, they're up and down too. So, who knows? I don't know. Well, time for our second break. Uh, don't forget, 502-384-1450, 502-414-1450, Thornton's text line, and the M&M Cartage hotline. From the big sports giant of southern Indiana, Ed Peek and Justin Kalen on the Big X, 1450. Back on the Big X, Ed Peak sitting in for John Spears with Justin Kalen from the Sports Giant of Southern Indiana, Big X, Radio 1450. Uh, M&M Cartridge Hotline open at 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. By the way, I do have a couple texts, Ed. We'll uh, go ahead and get to them here. Yeah, great. One go texter ahead. says, well, where'd it go? Uh, with all the parity in college basketball, can't you just see a Final Four with four seeds to nine seeds representing year in and year out? Or does the NCAA have a chalk showing this year where it's one and two seeds? I'll, I'm for the first uh, idea. I think there'll be some some seeds that, well, like last year. I mean, who, who would have thought Florida Atlantic would have been in that thing? And yeah. San Diego State, mm-hmm. it was almost like it was given to UConn. Not given, but it was almost like UConn. You know they had a, you know, pretty 
pretty clear path. Now, I'll ask you this because I know you don't like Purdue, but if Purdue, is Matt Painter in trouble if he goes out in the first or second round again? No. I mean, Matt, I think he's got it made. What, what Matt Painter will leave when Matt Painter wants to leave, although – I do agree with you. I think they'll get knocked out in probably the second or third round this well, year. I do think they'll get past that first round opponent. I I don't think he's a bad coach. Oh, he's a great coach. I don't think he's a bad coach yeah. at all. It's just that I don't know. Some teams some teams just tighten up when they get to the big moments, and uh, you can't do that. And because you'll you'll get beaten, they'll they'll send you home in a hurry and all. Yeah. Another texter says, "Why do you think Kenny Payne is going to get a third season? He has failed at every aspect of his job, in my opinion. Because that's what the people who want, not some people, not all people, but some people want that. And I think they'll be, well, eh, pressured's not the right word. They'll be not and not forced, but they'll give him a third year. And like you said, Justin." Uh, there'll be empty seats at the uh, at, at the Yum. That's, oh, yeah. that's for sure. And you can't uh, you can't afford to do that uh, two, three, four, whatever, whatever, how many years. You know, my wife knows sports, and I'm going to give her a uh, shout out here. Patricia knows sports. She said, "Why didn't they keep David Paget as as the head coach?" Now, you know what? And I kind of agree with her on that. Now, I'll have to give I'll give credit. To uh, Chris Mack, he beat Kentucky, he beat Duke several times, he beat Michigan, he beat Michigan State. Uh, in the year that COVID came along, I, I know little fans like to use this as a crush, but they thought they they could go pretty far, and they might have that 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 particular year. But uh, I wouldn't have been opposed that uh, they'd have kept David Padgett, or and I wish that group had played harder for Chris Mack. Yeah. Uh, that whole thing was just rigged to uh, get get him out of here, and that, that's a shame. One more text for you. Uh, Ed seemed really thrown by that underwear comment. Makes me think Ed <laughs> doesn't wear any. Yikes. <laughs> Whoever sent that, I'm not even going to respond to that. Smart man. I'm not going to respond to that. Let's get to baseball. Let's it do it. It is baseball season, baby. February 28th, Louisville has won four in a row. They scored 53 runs over the weekend against a uh, well, let's an outmanned uh, St. Bonaventure team. They got a win yesterday over Eastern Kentucky. Uh, at, that's after starting 0 and 4. Louisville takes on uh, Youngstown State in a series at uh, Jim Pat uh, beginning Friday. There'll be a game Saturday and a game Sunday. Now, here's something that nobody probably has heard about or really pays any attention to. The Louisville women's softball team is 13-2. and two. Now, I don't think they're in the uh, the ratings yet, but if they keep winning, they'll have to put them up there. They're, uh, they'll play Villanova in the South Florida tournament. How would be how would it be to uh, go to, go to uh, down to Tampa this time of year? Would you like that? Absolutely, yeah. Sign me up with a with a bunch of girls softball. I'll, I'll go to I'll, I'll go to Tampa any time of the year, Ed. Love Tampa. Hey, we have a caller on the Eminem uh, Cartage uh, Thornton's text line. It's Jerry. Jerry. Yep. Go ahead, Jerry. You're on with Ed and Justin. Yeah, I gotta really uh, disagree with Ed on a lot of things. Number one, yeah, okay. David Pageant. He per- he performed admirably while he was the coach. David Pageant didn't deserve consideration. It's too big a job. Um, 
he didn't deserve an interview any more than Kenny Payne didn't deserve an interview. Neither of those guys deserved interviews. It's a top five to ten job at Louisville. They need to treat it like that. And they didn't treat it like that when they gave Kenny Payne the job. I don't care what kind of mess was there. It was a better job than that. All they had to do was open their eyes and turn on a fax machine and see who came across the fax machine. It was a joke that he ever got interviewed. And David Pageant, I feel exactly the same way about him. He didn't have the experience. Let me ask you this, Ed. Mm-hmm. When David Pageant left Louisville, who was who was lined up to hire him? Last time I checked, he was an assistant coach at North Odom. Okay, uh, and he because still is. As a, as a card grad and a card fan, I take it personal that you would insinuate that that job is only worthy of David Pageant. Well, okay? now I didn't they say that. Now that down I didn't the road. say that. They never do that down the road. And, well, and, and we didn't need to do it here. Okay, uh, Jerry, th- thank you for I your comments. I believe you're wrong. I appreciate. I believe you. you're wrong. Now, let me ask you this real quick: Who would you pick as the next coach at Louisville? Who would I pick? I've got a I've got a group of about eight guys. Give me three. Give me three, top to bottom. Huh? Who's your top three choices? Top three choices is Drew, Beard, and Oates. That's, that's okay. That's what most people think. Jerry, thanks a lot. I appreciate okay, you calling. Uh, when you disagree with me, I like it when people call and say they disagree with me because trust me, and uh, uh, Justin, you know this, us sports guys don't know half as much as we think. <laughs> oh we do. no! And my wife will tell me that when I get home. That that's for darn sure. Back to baseball, real quick. Uh, we're still open on the M and M and M cartilage hotline. Boy, I have a hard time with that. Five zero two three eight four fourteen fifty Thornton's text line five zero two. 414-1450. And by the way, I didn't say that Louisville had lowered their standards to that. I just want to make make sure of that. They deserve to have uh, a top flight top flight coach, although it might not it might not be now what it was five years ago, ten years ago. It's still in the top fifteen, top ten possibly yeah. as college jobs uh, in the country. Uh back to baseball. The Reds. The Reds, buddy. I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm pumped. The, I can tell. The Reds are 3 and 1. They have no game today, but and and my good friend Tim Sullivan who was a writer for the uh, the newspaper, the Courier Journal, and he was in San Diego and he was also in Cincinnati followed the uh, uh, the Big Red Machine. He says, "Don't put any stock into spring training games." Well, to an extent, uh, if you're okay, say if at the end of spring training you're old or two and eighteen or nineteen or twenty. Well, to me that matters. If you have a decent record and play decently well, I I, I think there's something. Uh, I think there's something to that. Yeah. And uh, now, are they going to win the World Series? I probably not. Uh, the Dodgers are loaded. Uh, the Yankees will be good again. Arizona's not bad. It's pretty good. Uh, the NL Central is is very good. Uh, I think Cubs will be good. Uh, Pirates have a good young team. We'll see how they perform. Uh, Milwaukee's got people who can hit. Uh, St. Louis just got Brandon Crawford yesterday. And St. Louis got Brandon Crawford, who was in San Francisco for many years. The Cardinals 
were down last year, they don't stand. They don't. Uh, they don't stay down for long. And uh, I got another text from Ken at the garage. He says, "My wife Beverly agrees with you that I'm a, that I'm a grumpy old man." Well, <laughs> I can add my wife to that too. Anyway, uh, I think the Reds will contend. Uh, and I tell you what, and this is I know this is the bat station. Uh, Big X fourteen fifty will have uh, most, or if not all, the uh, Louisville Bats games. Uh, Cincinnati has got so much talent that they can't keep all of them in Cincinnati. Uh, you're going to get some good pitchers here. You're going to get some guys that are going to develop. Uh, they can't keep everybody. So I, I, I'm looking forward to another uh, to another fun bat season. I know you produce some of those games, don't mm-hmm. you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, well, and that, that's the thing about the bats, Ed, is the fact that Cincinnati does have a full roster, and it's it was all bats guys last season. So mm-hmm. the bats are in a position where – Barring any sort of serious injuries or DL stints or, or anything, bats are going to have to keep all their guys. I mean, there may be right, a, there right. may be a few guys that get moved up throughout the year, but for the most part, they should have a pretty consistent team this year, which will lead to some success. It's going to be really, really interesting to see who makes that pitching staff, and that that pitching staff, and that's been their Achilles' heel for yeah. a while. It should be pretty solid, bullpen and starters. They got Mantos. Uh, Montas. Yeah. Montas, I'm sorry. Montas. He pitched yesterday. Two, yeah, two innings good. didn't allow a pitch yeah, or a hit. Now, are you a, are you a baseball fan, Reds-wise? Oh, yeah. Or? Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay, great. great. Yeah. Even though you're from southern Indiana. Oh, St- who, who else am I supposed to be a St- fan St- of, it? St. Louis and the Cubs are big in southern Indiana. No, I was. I mean, Cincinnati's <laughs> the closest team to this area, so. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's how I grew up. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, yeah the, the Reds. Uh, NBA. Last night, there were some midcourt long – 50, 60 footers, uh, which is very interesting. And before I started doing this radio show, I could have give you, I couldn't have give you two cents to watch an NBA game. Well, you know what? I changed my tune on that. Whoa! Some of those t- now, my wa- wife, I have to go back to the bedroom and watch. My wife will not watch <laughs> the NBA. That's just that's just she she's a purist and she likes the way she likes the way women play, which is very fundamental. NBA is not fundamental, no. really. It's just outscore the other team, and whatever happens, happens. Celtics are leading the Eastern Conference by seven and a half over Cleveland. Cleveland's having a good year. Spider Mitchell had a had a great game last night, mm-hmm. followed by uh, the Bucks, who have won it, or did have. They don't have him anymore. Uh, there are eight and a half back. Knicks, boy, when's the last time the Knicks were fourth? Heat yeah. and 76ers. And then uh, you go over here to the Western Conference, and my goodness, I think the Western Conference is loaded. Yeah, Timberwolves forty-one and seventeen, Thunder, Nuggets, Clippers, Pelicans, Suns. Uh, right now in the playoff picture, Kings, Mavericks, Warriors, and Lakers. I, would it be funny if the Lakers didn't make the playoffs? It would. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not a big. Laker fan anymore. I'm a big LeBron fan, but yeah, I'm, I'm not a big Lakers fan. LeBron, I don't think he's ever missed the playoffs, right? Uh, you might be right. I'd have to look that up. That's, yeah. a, that's I don't. A, I'll, maybe he did one year. Yeah, that's uh, that's something that I would have to look up. Okay, uh, let's uh, let's let's go over and see who's playing tonight, and uh, let me know if are are, are you going to make any wagers tonight on the games tonight? Uh, probably it? not. No. Probably not. College, maybe I don't know. College basketball. On I can't Wednesday say for night. sure. Uh, my goodness, 
Florida is a 13-and-a-half-point favorite over Missouri at, uh, at Florida. Northwestern and Maryland uh, doesn't excite me. Providence, Marquette. I don't know about Marquette. How good – have you watched Marquette a lot much? Do you, you really like Marquette, don't you? Yeah, I, I kind of go back and forth on them. They've had a lot of really impressive wins, but they've also had some head-scratching losses this season as well. Yeah. yeah. Shock of smart, right? Yeah, at, correct. At yep. Here is a game worth watching. 7 o'clock, Auburn, number 11, at Tennessee, yeah, number 4. that'll be fun. 7.5 is the spread there. Would you take Auburn in the 7.5? I would probably take Tennessee just because that number doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It should be closer in theory. Uh-huh. So I, I'd be liable to take the Vols there. Vegas wants you to take Auburn. Yeah. Tells me to take Vegas or tells me to take Tennessee. You're an expert at, at gambling. Oh yeah. By the way, we do have three system games tonight on the John Spears system. Unranked home teams against top twenty five. You've got Texas A and M. They're favored by five and a half. Ole Miss hosting Alabama. Alabama's giving five and a half and Arizona state is getting 11 and a half as they host Arizona. So there you go. I'll take uh what was the one a- Alabama is Ole Miss. Uh, yeah, I think I'll take Alabama. I think they'll bounce back after that. Really? You're going to go against the system. I'll go, I'll go against the system. Okay. You can, you can write that. Good one. luck. <laughs> Thank you. I'll need it. <laughs> uh, uh, South Carolina, Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M has been bad lately. Yeah, lost to Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what though? I think I'll go with Texas A and M. It's a system play. You got to. Yeah. I mean, they're they're favored by five and a half, which doesn't make a lick of sense as they're fifteen and twelve. South Carolina twenty two and five, top twenty five team. That doesn't make any sense. Right, write the write, write these down. <laughs> uh, Central Florida, Oklahoma State two and a half. Uh, nobody really cares. Auburn, Tennessee. That's a good one. Uh, DePaul and Xavier, uh, boy, DePaul. What is the deal with Jeez. DePaul and how bad they are? Uh, Northwestern and Maryland, uh, hmm, five and a half. Uh, getting five and a half is Northwestern in that one. And then Wait, Maryland's favored by five and a half? Minus five. No, no, I'm sorry. No, Maryland is a, a five and a half point dog. Oh, okay. That but ma- it's at Maryland. That makes more sense. But it's at Maryland. Yeah, okay. It's 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 at Maryland. You got you to gotta give that, that, uh, that home team uh, – thing uh, a, a bit of a uh, a look uh, uh, Oregon Oregon State uh, what do they call that the Civil War in 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 football no, I don't up know. in Oregon uh, you know does Oregon exist anymore I, I don't know I've never been I've never been to Oregon have you uh, I have not no have you ever been to Washington I have not have no. you been to Los Angeles I haven't been anywhere on the west coast no nowhere other than Vegas Vegas is the most far west I've been I've been to San Diego and Los Angeles and uh I went out with my wife uh, there on business, and when I went into a restaurant, and said, "Sir, would you like to order a steak or tofu?" <laughs> I looked at the guy and I go, "What is tofu?" <laughs> well, I'll have a steak. <laughs> I did not order tofu, and uh, uh, alcoholic beverages out there is different. Definitely different. You 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 ask them for a uh, Jack Daniels, and they look like he got four eyes. <laughs> I mean, I. You know, I don't, I don't know what it is. Not big whiskey bourbon people. Not big whiskey person people. That's right. Well, the hour is up. Tony Burke in tomorrow at noon uh, for it for myself, Ed Peak, and Justin Kalen. Thanks, buddy. Great job on the other side of the uh, uh, of the uh, board here. You too. Uh, from the sports giant of Southern Indiana, and for John Spears, Big X Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. Have a great day.